buys information to check up on you because I don't understand why you're walking around this neighborhood this is crazy. with a bunch of packages. This is what I be talking about. Dollies. These folks be bothering me like... I'm not, I'm not bothering you. So, <laughs> I want to complain to UPS that you're looking very suspicious and making me nervous. What? I live in this home. I'm making you nervous? Yes, yes absolutely. Because This I don't, is crazy. You absolutely are making this me nervous. Is, this is crazy. Because, no, let me tell you why. You know yeah, why? tell me why. My car has already been broken into twice. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. It's a really big thing in this neighborhood for people to walk down the street for vandalism. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I don't even live over here, lady. I'm not giving you shit. I need you to give me your name. I'm not giving you shit. Then we're going to stand here for a while, aren't we? Man, stay in my ass. Then I'll face. be following you until I get Damn, you this lady is crazy, yo. Like I said, you look very suspicious. I'm trying to tell you. Man, get you need to at least be able to like, tell people who you work for. Man, I have the I have jacket on. She's smoking crack. And we'll talk to the driver's route. What? Lady, you smoking good crack? Well, you might need to be. What the fuck? Wow, that's crazy. This lady is taking pictures of me and recording me like she it's already tripping like I work for UPS. This shit crazy, man. See how these folks do me out here, y'all. That shit crazy. This lady is crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Call the police. Okay, uh, it is Friday, uh, December 6, 2019. What you just heard is another lady uh, complaining that there's a black guy suspicious outside her home. Uh, the twist, it's the UPS man. So, uh, yeah, that's just what I like to call this week's video of some white woman getting up in some dude's business about to call the cops don't know what color the the flavor of the kool-aid is or whatever you want to call it all right let me start off by saying uh and i mean this with all sincerity bts fans are the best fans on planet earth uh i i ain't bullshitting y'all I am on a level when I say that. I sincerely mean it because, um, all right. On Wednesday, I uh, wrote this piece about uh, all the possible uh, people that will be performing at next year's uh, Rodeo Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo thing. And I mentioned there's, there's going to be a K-pop night, and so there's a possibility that B2, B2, Ah, I knew I was going to say because I keep on wanting to say B2K, but it's not B2K, it's BTS. BTS, the possibility BTS will be uh, uh, the K-pop artist that will be on K-pop night. And uh, I incorrectly said that they might ha- they'll, that they'll have a uh, world tour in May, uh, but it's actually they, uh, they already have the world tour. This is what happens when you when you 
write too fast to get a story out there. So um, this morning I was inundated uh, with emails and tweets asking about the world tour. How'd you get the information on the world tour? And I'm like, wait a minute. And I looked back and I, I made the error on the world tour. So I went back and corrected it to make it uh, take that out. And uh, my sanity uh, tweet saying, you know, I, uh, I, I I corrected the error. My apologies, Army. And uh, for most for most of the day, uh, the BTS fans have been like, "Oh, that's okay, that's that's fine, it's no problem." I'm getting lovely uh, responses and uh, memes. Uh, There's one person uh, said said I uh, that I get the clown license now, whatever that is. But for the most part. All the fans have been very understanding of my mistakes. So, uh, shout out literally to BTS fans. They are the best fans I've found on the uh, the, the interwebs because uh, all the other fans are like this straight trash. Just, 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 they all just, just, uh, well, not, not all, well, I should say that. Just saying that the fans did, uh, BTS fans did not drag me like I thought they were going to drag me for making this mistake, but apparently. They're quite they're quite pleasant people, and they just want uh, everybody to get along and enjoy P- BTS. They aren't really complaining to me about all kinds of bullshit that other fans do. So shout out to BTS fans. And if any of the BTS fans listening right now, you might as well just uh, sh- turn this off now because I'm just going to be uh, an angry, miserable fuck throughout the rest of the episode. Um, let's see. Well, because because uh, you know, I actually. Put Twitter back on my phone because you have you have no idea how how many times I've deleted Twitter this past week because just so goddamn tired of so many goddamn people arguing about the same six things that don't matter. And I don't give a fuck about Baby Yoda. I don't give a fuck about uh you being mad that Anna Paquin only got six seven lines in The Irishman. I don't give a fuck about Offset's phone getting hacked. Uh, get a VPN, motherfucker. It's like, it's like twelve, thirteen dollars a month. You know, just just make sure that shit get out. But whatever. Oh man, I'm gonna have to talk about Trump this week because uh, you know, uh, Trudeau and Macron and uh, Boris Johnson they were talking shit about Trump at the NATO thing, and uh, just can't can you blame them? Just got this. You know, we got Trump as president doing all kinds of goofy extra shit. So, of course, all the other world leaders are going to be all bitchy talking talking trash about him. It's, not, it's sad because you got, like, um, you got Boris Johnson, known buffoon, uh, uh, Trudeau, who, uh, Justin Trudeau, who uh, just can't stop getting into blackface for some reason. And you got Emmanuel uh, Macron, who, um, that's, how I hope they, I, that's how you pronounce the name because he... Uh, he actually married uh, the teacher he smashed back when he was a teenager. So I love how they all got to get got to get like, hey, at least we ain't Trump. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't Trump doing all Trumpy shit. Y'all see that uh, video of uh, Trump meeting the Queen, and then the the Queen was you know just like just just standing there like like nigga, what are you talking about? What the fuck? Get get the fuck away! He, she was looking at Princess Anne like, bitch, would you come over here? And why are you standing there while I'm talking to this motherfucker? I don't know what he's talking about. 
Why why are you following me? Get the, get 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 your bride. Get the fuck away from me, man. Just That was entertaining. I gotta say that was Ah, uh, what else? Uh, uh, Kamala Harris dropped out of the presidential race. That's a shame. So Maya Rudolph won't be around on SNL anymore. Guess she realized it's difficult to get niggas to vote for you if you know you spend most of your life putting niggas in jail. So hey, you know, just you know, pour one out for you, Kamala. Just, just, just we'll carry on without you. Uh, another president. Oh, this is a this was a thing I saw today. Um, Democratic presidential contender Joe Biden on Thursday uh, called a man in Iowa a damn liar, fat, and too old to vote for me after the man accused Biden, without any evidence, of getting his son Hunter a job with a Ukrainian gas company in exchange for access to the Obama administration. You're a damn liar. And that's not true, Biden snapped at the man during a campaign event in New Hampton, Iowa. As an audience of adults and children looked on, the former Vice President Biden then challenged the man who had also questioned Biden's fitness fitness for the White House, given his age, to feats of strength, endurance, and intelligence. That is such an old white man thing to do. Just... Just, he just, Biden just showing his whole old white ass on the campaign trail. Just, just going around, just like, you know, just, just doing the regular old white guy things. Like, I'm back and do some 100 sit ups. Just come on, come on. We'll get on the, we'll get on the ground. We'll do sit ups. Get it. Bet you can't do, like, hit me in the stomach. Hit me in the stomach. Come on. Come on. You can just, I still got it. I still got the fisticuffs in me. Just walking around looking like, sounding like Lori Bridges and shit. But, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, breaking news. Uh, R. Kelly has been hit with a superseding indictment adding, I don't know what that is, adding one act of racketeering bribery for allegedly getting a fake ID for Jane Doe number one. The act dates back to August 30th, 1994, a day before he married late singer Leah, who was then 15 years old. I hope to God he doesn't come back from this. We just finally put this nigga in the ground. Can we end? Can we finally just end? The whole just it's just like he's y'all have given him way too many goddamn chances. The nigga ain't shit. He's always ain't been shit, and y'all keep like waiting till he drops another step song or whatever the hell he does. Like, ooh, I got another, got some more trap in the closet songs and shit, and y'all just y'all just accept him. Like this nigga has always not been shit. You ain't ever gonna be shit. He's like your cousin who does drugs and and and, and steals like forks in your house and shit, so he can he, you you just, ugh, just it's the it's the aura. 
He likes young girls. Casey likes peeing on him. Let's get this nigga out the paint. Get him, get him out the paint. Uh, Justin Timberlake was uh, seen holding hands with another with a black girl. So he, you know, hey, just you know, I guess I guess we should give a fuck. I don't know. Just oh man. Anything else? Uh, I just, nah, I just, I'll just, I'll just slide into shit. I'll just go into the show as it is. Um, I almost want to tell you about the time uh, a couple of days ago, uh, a woman uh, stepped out of. I was in, I was parked somewhere by this by the side of the street, and uh, this this uh, West Indian woman. And her uh, and her daughter was in this big uh, SUV, and they were in front of me. And they and the the the, the mother uh, got out the car and was trying to get her daughter to navigate uh, backing up in front of me. And so I'm in the I'm in the car, and she's standing there, like right next to the the mother standing right there, making sure that she doesn't hit the car uh sure enough uh the daughter hits hits my car and uh, just like just like bumps into it i'm in the car and i get out and I, all i say is lady you are right there why why did you like i thought the whole thing would, would people do when they stand outside trying to navigate people so they don't so they don't hit the other car, but you're standing right there, and she hit the car. And and I all I said that you're standing right there, and she's like, "Hey, is this is this okay? Is this the, the, it's like it does not, you know, don't get your blood pressure up." And then, then I, I I'm that's a bad West Indian accent, but just like just yeah, you know, and it's like one of those things where it's just like I you know I could get mad, but just like yeah, fuck it, never mind. Just my car so going and whatever it, it didn't did it, he didn't smash anything just but it's like people people don't even take responsibility for their half acidness when it comes to getting to navigating cars so they get in the right spot and everything they just oh i just said like you're standing right there but you let her hit me anyway what is don't get your blood pressure up don't get it to Kind of almost getting my blood pressure up now, thinking about it. So we'll just move on to other things. Um, see if I can get music going in this bitch. This is the most impervious show on the interwebs. This is everything is canceled. Uh, wabbity dabbity, whatever the hell. Just.
Canceled, aka Uncle Crizzle's time to just be grouchy. Um, I am uh, Craig D. Lindsay, aka Uncle Crizzle, aka Black Larry David, aka Anastasia Beaverhausen, aka I fucking hate the holidays. Just hate it. Hate all of it. Hate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus. Dick out day. I hate them all. Uh, drink now and drink often. That's all I got to say. And uh, let me tell you what the hell I just played. Uh, that was uh, first at the top of the block. I had to take it all the way back to uh, LL Cool J. Back when he wasn't uh, on uh, on CBS police procedurals. Uh all the way to 87 with a uh, go cut creator go from the uh, bad bigger and deafer album for all my old school heads who, who remember what rap sounds like and uh after that um was um Javier Omar and Sango uh deep end from their uh new release Moments spent loving you. Uh, it's like a, a follow up to their 2006 joint mixtape, Hours Spent Loving You. So I thought that's a very smooth tune right there in the middle of that. And closing it out, for some reason, I felt the need to go to 97 and play some Ray J. That's right, Vince Staples' favorite MC, Ray J. With uh, everything you want from his debut album, everything you want back, back when he wasn't just a, a straight up fuck boy on on VH1 reality shows. So back when you had prom promise. All right, if you want to hit me up for anything, 
and just uh, even on the Twitter, the Facebook, the the TikTok, uh, whatever. Um, I'm at Uncle Crizzle. If you want to donate to the program, uh, hit me up at a uh, PayPal dot me slash Uncle Crizzle because you know all this magic needs money. Man, uh, but uh, before we get into uh, tonight's guests, let me uh, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Mister Rogers biopic, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, is out in theaters, and you know what? That movie's trash. All right, it makes Mister Rogers, who's played by uh, Tom Hanks, who's who's looking quite zaddyish these days out to be a magical Negro to a goddamn uh, Carrie Russell's husband uh, from the Americans. And Mr. Rogers ain't even black. You know, that, that, that movie does, does, you know, does no favors for that man. But you do, do you know what does pays better respect to Mr. Rogers and his leg- legacy? Mr. Rim Jobs Neighborhood. The latest porn parody from our sponsor, WoodRocket.com. This parody shows Mr. Rogers was not only respectful to all people, but he knew when to throw down that dick. By the way, WoodRocket also has an Etsy store where you can get such items as weed pins, sex toy pins, posters, coloring books, and the April O'Neil Dick and Morty action figure. You can find all of that at woodrocket.com, the future of porn. All right, let's get into our guest here. Uh, I've known him for quite a while. He's a he's a he's a writer. He is a uh, he's a pundit. Pundit. If I say that, I don't know why I put that extra in in there. Uh, he hosts uh, the uh, Peans Wild Black podcast along with Damian D. Randall, where they get drunk and talk about all the the fucked up things going on the week. So, um, yeah, let's see, which one is this? Oz uh, Longworth <laughs> Jr., welcome to uh, Everything is Canceled. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Just uh, waiting it out until the Scorsese wars are over. Oh yeah, you paying attention to that shit? Uh, just marginally. I, I I wrote an article that I I had to pepper that in. Um, I whatever. I just I just stop. I just want him to stop. Stop explaining yourself. <laughs> and, and who are we talking about here? Scorsese. I just want him to stop explaining himself. I don't think he is explaining it's himself. One, no, no, it's, no. It's he, so, he, he explained it and then said, yeah, I said it, and yeah. then wrote a fucking article in the New York Times about it. Dude, just chill. You, you know why he had to write that shit? Why? Because all the the, the, the butthurt uh, Marvel uh, fanboys on listen, Twitter listen. were all up in his shit listen. because he had nerves to say, hey, I'm old as shit, and I'm not really into that stuff. Listen, no, 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 that's because that's not really all he said. That was, and this is the problem. You have the right to say whatever you want on in this country. This is a free country. You have the right to say whatever the fuck you want. People have the right to not like the thing you said mm-hmm. and respond accordingly. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. 
if he had just said, eh, it's not really for me, that would have been one thing. And that's, it sounds like that's what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But when you turn it into some corruption of corruption of modern cinema he used words like invasion are you fucking kidding me dude chill and, and, and i love how you putting this all on him well, like it wasn't all these listen because, I, the, it, because the internet is gonna internet yeah the internet is gonna internet if and, you're asking, people should know what the fuck when, when like an old ass man Says, first of all, have you ever met an, an old man before? And they're like, they're not going to like the shit you like. Uh, that's why not the always just, true. Well, it may not be true, but, you know, for the most part, like a lot of the old, a lot of the, the yeah. elderly people I've come in contact with are not down with, uh, like, all these, these, these uh, I work with, I, shit. I work with old people, and guess what? They, they are able to explain... It's not really for me, but, you know, it's cool. If you guys like it, that's cool. But he did that the first time. You you don't think he did that the first time? Saying something's not unequivocally not cinema is not saying if you guys like it, that's cool. He didn't say it was not cinema. He said it was just like it was more like like theme parks. And and, and you're you're going to debate that, that they're not theme parks? That for the most part, yeah, it's a, it's a just look, it, it, it's a cinematic experience, and it's not the cinematic experience that he is used to, which is fine. You know, not everybody likes mob movies. Wonderful. First of all, don't do that. Don't do what? Don't do that. Don't don't say that all Holy does is mob movies. It's not all. You just, that's what you just said. You just say not everybody likes mob movies. It's not. It, it's not all he does, but. When you when the average moviegoer thinks of Martin Scorsese, depending on the generation, mm-hmm. they're gonna think of The Godfather, or they're gonna think of The Departed, like I do. Uh, or oh, first of all, or excuse me, or no, excuse me, what I like to call it: internal affairs plus racism and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, first off, uh, the the Godfather was Francis Ford Coppola. You're thinking Godfather uh, Three was Francis Ford Coppola. All the Godfather God movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. He. I'm very tired. No. He and and he and and he for agreeing with him has to shut the fuck up too. No one who did Godfather three gets a gets an opinion on anything ever. Okay. So basically, so basically, you don't get a like, Godfather three. You don't get a vote. <laughs> okay. All right. But just like the whole thing, I mean, listen, he tried. The, the reason why he did the, the the column in the first place was because motherfuckers were upset with him, and was the same way you are about I'm not upset. Cin- I'm not about upset. the cinema shit. Here, here's the thing: I'm not upset. Let me, let me and let me clarify my position here. Mm-hmm. If you don't like a thing, it's cool to not like a thing. I like, I dislike plenty of things. Mm-hmm. I'm also not writing op-ed pieces about them. It, it, like I don't like I, I don't like power. I loathe power. I loathe everything about power. We, we I guess I wait, be, but, I but also, should we wait? Should we also we should also clarify? You mean power? The show, the show, right? You correct. Know, some white people watch this. They probably don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Correct. Um, I I don't I don't enjoy that show at all. I make fun of it once in a while, but for the most part. I I don't disparage anybody for liking it. I don't say that it's a corruption of black cinema 
and I don't like where it's taking everything and and it's it, it how it's and and how it's it's making it harder for other movies to get made when there's when let's be honest there were only like to address Scorsese there were only like two Marvel movies out this year. There's two Marvel movies out every year. That's the point he's trying to make. There's hundreds of movies made every year. And nobody sees them because they're going to see the Marvel movies. I can give you the name so, of 25 me, great movies I saw this year. And I can t- ask you, did you see any of them? I don't go out to the movies that much at all anyway. But did you see the Marvel movies? Actually, I, I what, what, what was this year? Um, I missed Spider-Man. It was Spider Man. It was it was uh, it was Captain Marvel. Finally, but probably finally brought a woman out there. And uh, I saw the, Endgame. And then you saw Endgame, but I you saw didn't Endgame. see Marvel. I did. I, I I still have Captain Marvel on my shelf. I have not watched it. Um, Spider Man. I it came and went. It was just a bad year for me to be trying to get out and go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that's you made three, it that's three that's three movies out of the hundreds of movies that get made. Hundreds, hundreds of movies get made. Three movies a year is not an invasion. Three movies every year is an invasion. Three movies it's because it's a goddamn because it's a whole. It's not. It's not just Marvel, man. It's just like this whole, uh, uh, uh just, just, just this this community of universes now that that studios make because it's all they're all connected. Part of this. Every movie that comes out is connected to some other goddamn movie. But the only because other, the only way that people will see them if it if it reminds them of something else. But DC has let go of that. DC let go of that. DC they're just, they're just going to start making movies. They're just going to start making movies. They're just going to throw shit at the wall and whatever sticks to the wall is whatever sticks to the wall. Um, other than that, it's we. It, that's a stretch to lay franchise lay the idea of franchise movies at Marvel's doorstep. Because that was happening a long time. Dude, James Bond is like 52 movies in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but the James Bond movies like once, like every four or five years and shit. That's like, true. They, yeah, so it's just like, like this shit, just, these movies just come out one after the other after the and other. no one's making any, no one's making him watch them. He wasn't watching them. That was the point. So it's just like, so nobody's just like, he. Shut the fuck up. So nobody's making you watch it. Chill. I love you. It's like, not an once invasion. Again, <laughs> that's what that's what bothers me. How, is that it's one thing to think? just not like something, but it's another thing to turn it into. It's corrupting all of modern cinema. That's weird. You you honestly don't think that just all the people these, that all these watch. block all these blockbuster movies all these franchises which was happening long before yes, Marvel all these franchises and all these reboots which was happening all, long before Marvel. Let's yeah, they were happening all there. before Marvel. Let's, but, but let's let's fucking like how many Fast and Furious movies were out before before Marvel came along? First of all, like the Fast and Furious movies, they like they weren't shit till they decided to reboot the whole damn thing. Not all over. the point. <laughs> wait, wait, you telling me that people were in the Fast and Furious movies uh, before, before the Marvel? Fourth, yes. Before the fourth one happened, which was like ten years ago? Because nobody's watching. Nobody saw Tokyo Drift. Nobody gave a shit about the... Tokyo the, Drift might be the outlier. Okay. Tokyo Drift was the outlier. And nobody gave a shit about Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, like, I, the I man Vin Diesel left. Everybody was like, fuck I didn't, this shit. I didn't think it was and, that great, but I disagree that it was just bullshit. I, that, it was, that it was just shunned. I don't think that was the case. 
So, but but you saying just like let's it's, and once again that's what, that's what I'm saying. They keep like they just their studios. You cannot deny the people that, that studios are, make movies that are that are supposed to be just they'll they'll make a lot of money on opening weekend. It's a, and if, just if something that'll be some right to make money. It's any business's right to make money. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. That's. But. But. But it's just like it's okay that whole, whole thing. Yeah. But that's like the whole thing. You can't. Like, how, like you. You. It's just that. Listen. I. And I. And I have uh, backed off from talk trying to talk to you about this. I backed off from talking to a lot of people about this because once again, I don't give a fuck myself unless you put me in a corner and I got to bring all this shit up. But it's just like, you, you got me. Like he just had an opinion. And everybody lost their shit. And when he and when he wrote that piece in the New York Times, he was trying to clarify it one more motherfucking time. And then that people people are still like, oh, oh, because you're an I, old man, you like whatever. Just like because I think that kind of made it worse. Like I don't, I don't think that made anything better. What, what, what do you think? What made it better then? Say what you guys say and just stop talking. <laughs> That's it. Like the internet. Granted, the internet is written is not written in pencil. However, people have a short uh, short memory. It was going to be people were going to move on to the next thing, and he's gotten plenty of, plenty of attention off the Irishman. I haven't watched it, and I don't really, I don't know if I, I'll, maybe I'll watch it on an off day or something. But you know, from, I haven't heard any bad things about it. It was a little slow in the first half, but other than that. Um, you know, so he's he's getting the attention he wants for his movie, which is cool. Um, and I don't think they're. I, don't, I think the next Marvel movie slated like is I don't know probably in the I don't know when maybe in the summer or something. So I don't think I, I just don't I just don't think three three movies out of the hundred hundreds of movies that get made in a year is worth whining about. I don't. I, I, it, it's weird to me, and for me, it's the same thing as can, can if, I, if for me, I think it's the same thing as hip hop. Hearing people talk about how hip hop and rap is bullshit, but yeah, if you just listen to top forty, I all the all these artists that people complain about, I never hear any of their music because because I'm listening to the music that I like. I'm listening to the music that I like, so I never have to hear this bullshit. I stay in my lane and appreciate the things that I and appreciate the things that I like, and I I don't give a lot of airtime to the things that I don't like. Oh, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out just where did you where you find it though? Where you say like it was the corruption of cinema? Where you just, oh, it was this whole he he had a whole paragraph. I can't I I can't quote it from here, but he had a whole paragraph because I remember having to read it uh, for the article I wrote. Was that I guess you're wondering why I can't just let it be, and it's because well franchise movies are making uh, franchise movies are making it harder to uh, you know franchise movies are your only uh, are usually your only option if you go to the theater which is also untrue. Um, oh fuck! Have you been to a movie theater lately? There's like there's like half they can't of, play them on the th- they can't play them on every first of all they they're, try they're not playing them on every theater they. Try. Like on opening weekend, like if it's a big blockbuster movie, that sure. shit is gonna be on like like five six screens tops. Five six screens and in that, a in a, in like, a multiplex joint that has what like fifteen. Yes. 
Yes. And he, like I said, like there's the, there's going to be like the one there's going to be the, there's going to be an IMAX even though it wasn't shot in IMAX. Sure. It's going to be in that screen. Sure. And then it's going to be in the you know it, it might be in the the, the 3D the, uh, auditorium and the real D auditorium, then the Dolby Cinema auditorium. Sure. And then it's going to be maybe they'll do like a and like what's a playing 4XD Shit. And, and what's then playing the, in all these other theaters while this is going on? Movies nobody's seeing because they're all watching that movie. Because they want to. They're not being forced to. Because they want to. They yeah, want they, to. They want to. Someone made a movie that people want to see. With these, you know, keep getting bombarded like, oh, you have to see this movie. You have to see that movie. It's all just, Who, they, make that shit out there, man. Who said you have to see these movies? Who said that? I. Who's, I see movies that people that people try to. I I don't see movies that people try to bombard me with all the time. But that that's you, man. If I hadn't gone, if I hadn't, if I if I, if, I, if I wasn't going for free, I probably wouldn't have seen Joker. You didn't see Joker, really. If you want, <laughs> if you want to talk Christ. about that, sitting next to you and you're just like dozing off, and that was like more entertaining than what was going on on the screen. You're just not gonna let that. Go. I was, man. I look. I've been up from five o'clock in the morning, yeah. so. Yeah, well, just With, it, I, once again, it was it was very entertaining to me. Fair enough, fair but enough. Just, but you can't, but you can't deny just like like I just said, like there have been a lot of great movies out here, and just like I can tell, like uh, there are a lot of popular things out there that I just never that I just never see because I'm I commit to the things that I like. I you know it, it, like. It's, like I say, it's just like hip hop. People always talk about, well, this is this is bombarding the top forty. The top, stop fucking listening to the top forty. There's too much internet out here for you to be limited to what is popular on the radio. And I think this is the same thing with movies. It's too there's too much internet. There's too many resources. There's too many ways to watch movies for you to for you to feel limited or for you to feel shanghaied into watching some popular movie that. Uh, that you may or may not want to watch. There are popular movies that happen all the time that I never see, that I've never seen in my lifetime. There's, there's, listen, man, there's just, you know, it's, it's, somebody it's like, weird. It's, it's somebody just like, it's just, who've, who've, who've just reported on movies from like, nearly like, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Now. Sure. Just like there's a, there's a narrow mindedness. Like, People have to have to you know if there's a, a movie out there, it's almost like some for for a lot of people in the film critic game, it's all about uh, navigating you to movies out there that you may not have known about, and 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 there are people and there are people who don't know about those movies because they don't care about that shit, so so they have their just their blinders on and just concentrating on what's out there, like what's. What people are talking about on you know on TV, what or what to do, just was getting promoted out there the most. I don't think that's a hundred percent fair in a society that literally has access to the internet on their phones. Just all you have to do is go on Twitter and realize that people don't read that much, and and then this whole thing, I, motherfucker, don't even try to. Say, I work it because I, I I know work, you work yet. Yeah. I work in an area in which would say that that is not the case. I work in a I work in a sector in a store that just made $12,000 on Black Friday because people read. And also you know, that other thing but well that let's I, yeah, I, know, I, but I can't get into that. But uh 
But, but dude, just all you have to do is go on Twitter and just look at all these people misquoting, uh, mis, you know, misusing, mishandling, not believing certain things that are factual and documented because people don't believe that shit anymore. We live in a t- we live in a time where just no nobody believes actual facts. That's that's a thing that just blows me the fuck away every waking moment. That you tell a person something that's actually accurate and they refuse to believe it. I'll give you so, that. That's fine. Yeah. So it's just like it's you know just it's hard not to look at this stuff and just realize that people don't really are aren't open. They're rare. People are rare, especially around here. This whole other thing, but just there's not really a, a, a an increase in open mindedness out there whether it is of four movies or four music or for whatever i mean like, like i said i could tell you the names of movies and that i thought that were good and i could ask you if you've seen any of them in in, in all likelihood i'm you know i don't gonna... I, I don't think i'm the i'm a fair sample of that i there are a lot of movies there are a lot of movies that are non Marvel non superhero related that just kind of it looked it looked interesting and it passed me by I just don't get out to the movies that often anymore and, and then that's kind of the point I'm trying to make you know like like you see that stuff and you think yeah whatever I'll catch it like that's what that's what a lot of people see and like I watch movies that I think are good and if I told people somebody hey I thought the movie was good and they'll probably come at then that movie is so fucking boring it's because people are just kind of fickle and everything and just they they kind of just you know, go by what they feel will be at least a good time at the movies. They can put their brain under their seats. You don't think that goes both ways, though. You don't think that goes both ways that there's a, that there's a that there's an element of of snobbery among people that walk into a blockbuster film. No, I'm not saying there isn't, but it's just like for you know, just that's that's the that's the point I'm trying to the, try to make here is that everybody needs to shut the fuck up. And that well, of and then that goes shut the fuck up, and that goes like listen and that you know I you know I I'll I'll, I'll put it to you this, you know, this way you know Martin Scorsese I mean just like like I just said he's an old man who likes what he likes maybe he may mis misworded it wrong but it's just I like he, he did but it's just like that's that's just what he that's just what he likes and people should get up in their goddamn feelings about it. Why? Why? Because when people feel passionate about something, they're going to have passionate reactions to detract. And and this is and this is where my whole thing is. Again, it's and you said it yourself. The wording is where it comes in. I don't have to hear shit from the from the power people. I don't have to hear shit from the people. From the well, I don't think there are any more Empire fans, but at one point they were they were pretty rabid for no reason. But I can just I can just say ah, that's not really my thing. If you get something out of it, great. It's not my thing. That's it. I don't think I don't think it's it, I I don't get into this thing. Well, I think it's affecting all all of a all of an area of entertainment. I don't I I don't think that's the case. I don't like a lot of people don't like the fact that I don't like Tyler Perry. I, I wonderful. He's giving people jobs. Um, I don't like the jobs he's giving them in the projects that he's doing. Mm-hmm. But 
somebody out there likes it, and if there's an audience for it, I, you're, you're more than welcome to it. I'm just not going to be watching it. It's not for me. And maybe and it's and I know it's it's weird because I myself am a comic book critic, and I navigate this space in which people think that when a bad comic comes out or that when a comic comes out that does something they don't like to a character, you have to hear all these think pieces about how it's the how it's the it's the end is nigh for comics for good comic writing and the end is nigh for man. It, do chill. There's still plenty of comics available out there. There's still plenty of good comics available out there if you're willing to not just be invested in the mainstream. And that's the way I feel about content in general is that I, there's no use shouting at the rain, telling, telling people, uh, getting upset with people um, back and forth over these things there's, I just invest in the things I like, and I don't give any airtime to the things I don't like. You're just, you're just not gonna get. Well, you might catch a quote with me every now and then on if you listen to my podcast, but you're just not gonna catch one of these hot button quotes with me about how something's not real music or how something's not real cinema or how something's not real hip hop or what. You just, it's not gonna happen. Because for what? <laughs> and art being so subjective, there's something out there for everyone. And I don't think there's going to stop being some something out there for everyone. I just actually wrote an article about um, comic books that are getting adapted that have nothing to do with Marvel or DC or superheroes um, that I think that I think the, the score, team Scorsese could pay attention to. There's there's a lot of diverse art and things out there if you're willing to look for it and if you're willing to you invest for it and not worry about what other people are doing. But that, but once again, people aren't doing that. Sure they are. They, they wouldn't be making it otherwise. Pe- they wouldn't be making it otherwise. They would be. They're making it because they try. They want to make it and they're trying to make it and bring it out there. There, like, there, there's wouldn't no, be, there's there no wouldn't public be, outcry for uh, like all these A24 movies. They wouldn't be making it. Any any company, any business entity wants to make money. No matter how much you want to give people in a diverse space to create and to make off-the-cuff things, um, you want to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That it's 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 the it's the it's the necessary evil of the society we live in. Until somebody changes that, that's the, what we got to work in. So that's fine. But at the same time, I don't I I don't think Viola Davis and Ava DuVernay are putting all this money into um, the works of Octavia Butler because nobody wants that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that um, they're put they're putting their money in there because nobody has done it before. Sure, yeah, just nobody's like, well, nobody's done it before because Hollywood is predominantly white. Yes, exactly. That's a different. That's a different argument. Yeah, that is a different. You argument. can't you can't put you can't put that in. You can't you can't um, conflate that with the argument that Martin Scorsese is having. 
conflating that with the argument. You could, but it's like, it's, but it's, but it's just like the thing. But you to bring it back, I mean, just, uh, just because like people because, people try to get movies out there made. Sure, sure, and and because that it doesn't seem to be what the public is calling for. It's often a bitch to do that. It is more easier. You so, yes, 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 and no, yes and no, because because as I because like like with uh one one of our uh, Wild Sea, one of Octavia Butler's yeah works, Amazon's putting money into that yeah that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a a uh, increasingly popular young adult. Uh, series Children of Blood and Bone mm-hmm. is getting a movie deal. Yeah, uh, written by an African author. Mm-hmm. Um, Who fears death? Nidhi Okafor. That's getting an HBO deal. These these are big these these are big time companies putting money into these things. Yeah, you know because it, because there is a want for these things, and the want has increased as um, not to get I don't want to get on the whole. Uh, soapbox, but as black cinema has become palatable mm-hmm. um, in the mainstream, more um, people are willing to put more money into this, and it, you know it's a snowball effect there. But it's you you can't you can't say that those things are get are are just getting made on a gamble. Every, they're always made on a gamble because Hollywood still believes, even though it's been disproven time and time again that uh, that projects uh, steered for black people made by black people won't make any money and it's just it's you know it's just been proven disproven time and time again and just so there's always this sense that no if it's not some familiar uh, 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 property that it's going to be a gamble it's it's always gonna be it's they're sure, always gonna see sure. it as a risk as a gamble as is just like something. But and I agree with you, I agree with you. But I think that has been a staple of Hollywood long before the Marvel movies, long before Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, by the time the nineties rolled around, there were there were like 30, 40 James Bond movies. I'm just saying, and, and and even then, Sylvester Stallone. There was that whole era of Stallone, mm-hmm. and and the, you know the tough guy movies, mm-hmm. Stallone and Schwarzenegger, and you know all the guys, all the wrestlers with the big muscles and all that shit. I consider those to be. I, I consider those to be a almost a franchise and a cinematic universe unto themselves. I'm not, I'm not saying those aren't, but it's just like and that right. You, I I know you wouldn't, and that's. I think that was happening long before. I th- that was the eighties. That was the seventies and the eighties. Well, well, so it's just weird to lay it at the current generation's doorstep. I think there's so much laying on the current generation's doorstep. I'm just saying that uh, Hollywood has found something, which is sure. uh, comic book movies, and they have, have just continued to. Uh, keep making them because they know they they make easy profits and they are they're just easy to make you know they're just instant sure uh, box office sure and it's just this this over uh, 
overconsumption of com of of these type of movies where it's like everybody is going is looking for the uh you know the next uh, superhero franchise or looking but, for or or they go back and make the superhero franchise all over again like they did with Spider-Man let, and Fantastic 4 and all that other shit. But let me stop you there because I don't think because I I don't think we're being fair to the source material when we immediately conflate comic books with superheroes. There are tons of properties right now in the works in the next few years um that that are based on comic books that have nothing to do with superheroes. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing. Why are we so critical here when a lot of the when a lot of the properties that get made are also based on books? Books. Actual books, novels. I could I could tell you I could go I could walk through a bookstore and point out mm-hmm. in pretty much every section a book that's being a book that's being adapted especially if it's a young adult teen fiction book mm-hmm. being adapted in the next 5 years to be a movie mm-hmm. and we're not we're not they're going to be there's about to be like three more Harry Potter movies or in the Harry Potter verse no one's being that rough on Harry Potter are you fucking kidding? they're about to remake lord they're about to remake lord of the rings again we got a we got we got the the trilogy we got some prequels and we're about to get some more shit. That Fantastic Beast bullshit. They're about people to, weren't. Peep, you didn't hear people up. Like, why the fuck we're doing this shit? Why it also we, it also made tons of money. Exactly. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Just like it just they just see this shit is familiar. It makes money not just here but worldwide. And but that's, I, that's the that's the whole thing. That's the new thing now. But what I'm how saying, much money it makes worldwide as well. But what I'm saying is, why are comic books getting such scorn and derision? When, liter- when tons of this shit is based off of liter- uh, off of literary novels. Well, not all literary novels are are you know like I just said the Marvel caliber uh, money makers. Uh, Fucking we. So wait, so like there's there's some big. Uh, how many di- how many diver- how many divergent movies were there? There was how many Hunger the, Game movies were there? They all sucked. Well, well, that's 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 enough. That's once again just like they're trying to find shit that they could turn in the franchises, like the Hunger Games. They they, they, they that made money, so and that but beget div- the whole true. Divergent series. And people enjoyed the Hunger Games. And, I'm not I'm not disrespecting that. I'm just saying, I I don't see a lot of I don't see the same eye rolling. For books that get adapted, that I do for first, comic books that get adapted. First off, you, we have to uh, state the difference. You're talking about uh, young adult novel franchises. Not even just. Not even just. Morgan Freeman was in tons of those Alex Cross movies. That's a book. Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls, uh, that, that other one I can't think of. A lot of those Alex Cross uh, were Alex Cross, yes. which is a James Patterson novel. And then, and, like that, Kiss the Girls came out in '97. Along Came a Spider came out in 2001. Okay, and yeah, then gotcha. uh, so that was like cool. There was like a huge jump. It wasn't like immediate. And plus, cool. 
like they didn't make another one of those Alex Cross until like they just re they rebooted but, it with Tyler Perry. Yeah, well, yeah, we which we can go ahead and not discuss. <laughs> that was yeah. terrible. Yes, I got it. No, no. Um, and but you can repeat this for Jack Reacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they even they tried it with American Assassin with the Vince Flynn novels that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, if you're looking for things where people want to adapt it because where you want to adapt it because there are other stories that can be told after the first movie. I just think it's unfair to just be laying all this at Marvel's doorstep. But but once again, you just said it like, like you you brought up the Alice Cross novel. This shit wasn't as massive as the Marvel movies. The Jack Reacher, as, as successful as they were, they weren't as massive. Oh. Uh, fucking uh, like when you like Mar- that that American Sass was a disaster. Was a disaster, and, right? Yeah. So it's just like you. We're talking about, but that's movies. But, but that's that in the money all over the world. But that's in the afterthought. If 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 American Assassin had done well, we'd see five more of them. Exactly. But it, and, it and again, no one would be rolling their eyes the way they they roll their eyes that they, that the that that Scorsese and the old man snobs roll their eyes at the Marvel movies. It's just weird. It's weird. A lot of things get made in you, the sequels you, that that make money. First of all, well, let's, let's talk about it from this angle. You don't think there's been like a Marvelization of popular culture? No. Are you mean? fucking what serious? What does that even mean? What they does that mean? like 80, 18 uh, Marvel movie TV shows a coming Marvelization? out. Yeah. There's like 18. Like there's a bunch. There's going to be a bunch of Marvel TV shows coming out on Disney Plus. Sure. That, 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 that's going to have nothing to do with the movies. I can't wait. It's going to be the Netflix shows all over again. It's just like they just they they drop they just Marvel shows on on, on whatever streaming platform or, or sure. whatever. So it's just like it's just like this oversaturation, don't you think? Well, no, because you because if you want to watch that, you have to go to Disney Plus. I or you can or you cannot watch that shit and go get Hulu and, and even then, streaming services are different because you don't have to you don't have to be shoved Falcon and the Winter Soldier in your face. You can watch all the old Disney movies out of the vault and never and never know that that other shit even exists. The way, and as a matter of fact, I have Disney Plus. The way it's set up, you can go to exactly what you want to see, and none of that, and you don't have to pay attention to any of that shit. Yes, that is that is true. But you have the option. That's what I'm saying. People have the option to just not watch this shit. Yeah. But but once again, and you have options for good things. Because who? Because Disney owns Hulu. And if you want, if you want more adult, more mature fare, yeah, you can go watch. You can go be depressed and watch the fucking Handmaid's Tale all you want. So, so yeah, yes, that was a, said, yeah, yeah I took a shot you, at the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's took a, a shot at the Handmaid's Tale. It's a little. It's, li- like, it, it's it's. I read a little bit of the book. It's a little downer. I, it's hard. It's a hard read. It's not a bad read. It's a hard read. I mean, but what you just did, what, what you've been doing, you know, here and there, just like, uh, just people, you know, just, just like people have things they're not interested in. And, and that's that's what it all comes back down to. Scorsese said there's something he wasn't interested in, and everybody lost their shit. You cannot deny that everybody lost their shit for, I'm not for, for, for what he, for what he said, it's not, it's a, that's not, I'm not cinema, I don't see it as, as, you know, as, 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 as complex as other films, as theme parks and everything, and just people are losing it. And 
it, 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 what, that's the thing. It all goes back to the fact of, well, if it's, you know, just if you didn't like what he said, you could just say, hey, I didn't like what he said and move the fuck on. But nobody's moving the fuck on. Nigga, we've been internet. talking about this for 45 minutes. It's the internet. It's the internet. If you're looking for civility on the internet, you've come to the wrong place. Don't get me wrong. I would like it more than anybody else. Believe me. Trust me. But if you're looking for civility on the internet, if you're looking for people to people to to play nice and not drag and not drag people for saying wild what they think is wild shit, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So, so just basically, what you're saying is just we're going to keep on talking about this bullshit for and just I whatever. Would, I would love I would love for the for the whole back and forth to stop. Like like as far as people answering him and people getting a. A quote in a in a in a two paragraph article about where they answered him and what he said. I would love for it to stop. Mm-hmm. I honestly, honestly, I don't think it needed to be. You know, just my stance on it. I don't think it needed to be dignified as much as it has been. He could have really just said, "It's not my thing." By the way, guys, watch the Irishman, which people seem to have and have seemed to have had a good reaction to it. Um, I'm. I might catch it. I'm. I don't know if I'm up for that. But well, is it true? Anna, people were complaining about Anna Paquin not. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Just having a big yeah, role. Th- that's another thing people are pissed off about because she's a woman and she had seven lines, but like you, like her silence she was kind of part of her seven lines. Yes. Or six or seven lines or whatever. Wasn't that movie super long? Yes, it's super long, man. It's like okay, what? maybe they should be a little mad. Just a no, no, they're not. No, they're not supposed to be mad. See, this is the shit I'm talking about, goddammit. <laughs> I'm all I'm saying is... First of all, is Anna Paquin mad? Is she being complaining about this shit? No! I don't... I, I get it. I'm not... I like just... Can, I get it. That's all I'm mad, saying is I get it. But it's like if it's not... If it's... If there if there's a motive behind all this shit, if there's a reason why she doesn't talk as much as and there is, then why the fuck are you all up in your feelings about it? Hey, I have no feel I have no feelings about it because I haven't watched this movie. All I'm saying is that in the in the social climate we're in about um the inclusion about the inclusion of women and how women are being portrayed. Because I, I seem to remember there was a big deal about I again another movie I did not watch because I'm just over Tarantino, but um, I seem to remember people making a big deal about Margot Robbie not being centered as much in what was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, and and uh, she didn't get much to do, I believe. Who's no, the, no, who, no. Who was that she played? She played Sharon Tate. Oh well, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I I seem to remember people kind of having an issue with that too. I'm just saying that it's it, I I see I see the trend. Like if people didn't if people didn't appreciate that, they're certainly gonna weren't gonna appreciate it with someone as talented as uh, Anna Paquin. In but but that, but that's the thing. Like they didn't see the movie and see that their her silence or the the lack her lack of dialogue actually plays into not just her character but the entire story. The, it, the, the whole the whole point of would her, it be a spoiler for you to 
elaborate? No, no, because no, the point of her whole character is that she she watches she she watches her father do, which is played by Robert De Niro, sure. do all this horrible shit, and it's just like she's just disgusted by the whole thing, and it gets to the point where she doesn't want to talk to him anymore. So why the fuck would you give a, an actress a bunch of lines if she's playing somebody okay. who does not want to? To talk to the I'll I'll concede that. Context matters. I get it. That's what it's always about. Context. It's the same thing with with Margot Robbie. You've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I'm I'm over Tarantino, I think, so I know I haven't seen uh, it. Okay, well, it's the same thing with her, because the whole thing is not about her saying shit. Right. It's about her and her. and, And by the way, when you make this whole thing about them having all this dialogue, you're actually. Dim- diminishing their abilities as actors, like like the only thing actresses can do is talk. They can't emote. emote. They can't you know uh, you know just uh, exert with their bodies what sure. they're feeling at that time. And just sure. like this, like these mo- people who talk have no fucking clue what they're talking about, and that's the shit that drives me up the wall on the daily. And this is why I drink. I'm sorry, I didn't bring any. Yeah, I know. I Any mean, alcohol? I apologize. Yeah, just. I, I, I'm limited. I'm getting in shape, so I'm limited to once a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, so I just get to try to get where I can. I try to get uh, beer sponsors, but just like, of course, you know. You and me both, man. Like, uh, how are you doing, Craig? How am I doing? Well, is is personally is this how show, are you is, doing? Is this is this whole exchange been uh, any? Some some insight, but it, it, I'm I, I'm I'm learning by example from my my co-host that um it it does it it's nice to ask. I'm doing fine, man. I'm, yeah, just <laughs> I, I'm okay because uh, yeah. That it, it, it's weird to have that. It's weird to have an intimate conversation like this because let me tell you, for those of you, well, all of you, because you're listening to this. Um, let me tell you how this is set up. Lindsay is because he has because he has to host and engineer this thing. Uh, he has to be in the in the other room in the engineer's helm, um, one could say. And so I'm in the actual studio part of it by myself. So it feels like you're in an interrogation room. Oh, does it? A little bit, a little bit. I, you know, I. Again, I, well, yeah. So yeah, a little bit. It feels it, it feels like you're, I don't know. It's hard to like you're either in an interrogation room or like you're in prison. I watched the town last night, so a couple of the, the my some of my favorites. One of my favorite scenes was that whole prison exchange between Affleck and Chris Cooper. Was it Chris Cooper? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's it 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 was weird at first. And it takes some getting used to, but the setup, and then the, for us to have an, uh, an odd, intimate moment between the glass, it was just—it was weird for me. Well, is it? Would it be less weird if I was over there? Uh, you know, just once again uh, uh, touching your shoulder like I did last time. Okay, so yeah, you—you've made a good point. Because uh, I would go on his show, Lindsay and came on my touch him on his shoulder, and he'd be weirded out. He 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 did a lot of touching on the shoulder, on the back, and it was and it, it was 
He was, in his defense, he was drunk. We were all drunk. Um, but he was drunk. And I was trying to be caring. There's that. I was trying. And then and then after a while, I realized that that shit made you uncomfortable. And so I think, oh, I'll just do it some more. Because that's what happens when, that's, that's what happens when you're drunk. Yeah. And Opinions While Black is a very odd place with not a lot of rules to it. Um, by the way, I do host a podcast. Can I do that? Can I say that? Well, yeah, I, I, I shouted the show out at the top, but if you want to talk about it some more. I do host a podcast called Opinions While Black. Yeah. It's available on Spotify and SoundCloud and um, anywhere you can find good podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had to throw that in there again. You, you and D. Randall have been doing this now for like a couple of years, were you saying? Um, we are on, this is like year one and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like a year and a half now. Um, episode 67 is coming up, I guess. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we're going to be recording 67 tomorrow. Um, so, uh, new, new stuff posted Sunday and Monday, um, by which Lindsay's always invited, um, to come and get some liquid therapy with us. We are in the, though we are in the current, mode of getting a new studio space uh so we're in transition there but um once we get a new studio space we're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot of new cool things like opinions while black after dark that's gonna be a fun one opinions while black after dark is opinions while black i don't know what the fuck else it is else needs to be said in this. it's gonna be a very sex oriented oh I guess I won't be on that show. <laughs> um, what we're not going to be doing is regular. It's it's just it's kind of an extra bonus spinoff treat because Team Oz has treated us so well. Um, and uh, yeah, because you you really uh, I don't know like how it is on Twitter, but like you talk about on Facebook how you. Uh, interact with the fans and it's just you're, you're always ready to uh uh, uh sh- scrap and, a little and, bit and throw oh. hands or whatever <laughs> throw throw uh, uh verbal hands that is verbal hands throw verbal hands yes that's true um I, yeah i'm always i'm always with the shits i'm always down for um well maybe not always but i am occasionally down for a good throwdown a good back and forth um, a good defending of what is right and good in the universe and all that shit. Um, I didn't. I I didn't. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Martin Scorsese for forty five minutes. Um, I just. I you know when when you don't give we when I don't have like a a topic. I just whatever was on my mind. Just yeah, cause yeah. We 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 both know you're already you always ready to go. I'm always ready to You're go. Always, always, I can always count on you to just, just hey, I just say something, and and you just got 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 with it. And <laughs> we like, can just go. Yeah, I can just sit back <laughs> and just watch the sparks fly and everything. That's cool. Uh, have, let me ask you a question. How much, how much time do we have? This, we have a lot of time, man. This is, this is a podcast. We can oh, okay. Just, what 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 have you seen lately? What have you what have you seen lately that you can discuss? I don't know. I've seen a lot of things lately. I, I I'm, I'm like I'm a part of uh, just 
part of Film Critics Association, so I have to. I gotta see a lot of things. Oh yeah, I yeah, because you see the screeners and all that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of things. As a matter of fact, I got to turn in my ballot in a couple of days. Uh, oh, shit. Like, well, my first ballot, because I got to turn another one in, I guess, in another week. But uh, just, I mean, there's there's a lot of movies. that yeah. are in. I mean, if you want to see any of them, I'll pass one. But uh, uh, just my, my favorite film I liked was The Farewell. Oh, I did see a, 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 a trailer for that online. Yeah, Lou. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. Pretty good. Uh, the Aretha Franklin uh, concert film, Amazing Grace, was good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Parasite yet? That's the Japanese movie. Nah, it's a Korean. Korean. Okay, I keep seeing I keep seeing uh, ads for that. I didn't know how to feel about that. Um, have you Have you seen? Was that any good? Yeah, I oh. thought it was very good. Okay. Okay. Um, now I, um, he, Lindsay did invite me to Gemini Man, and I was not able to go because I was working, and then I was dead tired. I'm pretty sure I passed out early that night. Um, what was, did did you? What was that experience like? Well, I didn't see the big, you know, uh, what's the, what the hell the the the, the with the. Uh, Accelerated digital speed, like FPS version. The okay, uh, I forget what what number is it, but uh, there's only 1080? one. There's only the uh, yeah, but it's like only one theater in town. Okay, that would play that movie in that speed, and that's uh, that's Willowbrook. And I wasn't planning to uh, you know you know go on an expedition go all the way to Willowbrook. Willowbrook, right? Yeah, I saw that. I did that with a lead of Battle Angel. I didn't feel like doing that shit again. Uh, was that any good? Uh, it, you know, I'm, it's, it's, it's one, yeah, it's, it's, it's one, it's one, it's another movie I'm trying to turn into a, it's like one thing's like. They're not going to turn it into a franchise. Yeah. It's like what, it's like what they did with Valerian. They, uh, they just like, they're, they're, they're hoping that would become a franchise, but just in case yeah. they're going to take like five volumes of material and, and put it all it. in one movie. You know, yeah. I saw, I, you know, I just saw a movie where I think that's exactly what happened. Um, I saw it on cable. It's one of the worst movies I've seen in the past five years. It is The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forget. That happened last year. The they crammed tons of Stephen King's multiverse material or whatever into a 90-minute movie. Mm-hmm. That was horrific. Yeah. That was horrific. Like, I would have enjoyed it better if Matthew McConaughey had just done random lines from those Lincoln commercials mm-hmm. where he's trying to be pseudo Zen. Yeah, that was some bullshit. I and because I'm a because I'm a fan of early Stephen King before he became a bad writer. Um, that was a little insulting. So that's one of those things. I'm glad they're re they're rethinking all that and giving us a better franchise. Yeah, because uh, that was some bullshit. What is your what is your favorite? This is a I know this is a weird question. What is your favorite bad movie that has come out recently? Uh, like a, Shaft. Shaft. Oh shit! I forgot about Shaft. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is that I don't think it's a bad. I think it's funny as hell. Sure. But like everybody is a huge fan of Shaft. I'm like the only person who wasn't that big 
was a big fan of shafts, so it's just like I didn't feel like the shafts ruined my childhood anymore. It's like it's like with Ghostbusters. Like everybody was so goddamn off their about Ghostbusters. It's like I loved Ghostbusters. I loved the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. If they want to make another goddamn Ghostbusters, which they're gonna do anyway, again. You know, just let them do it. But just like everybody's like, oh, this is going to be so wrong. And just like, just say you don't like when girls come up and, and I saw and a few shit. minutes. I saw a few minutes of that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. So, but it's like everybody was upset about, the shit. oh, it's so, it's so. Um, Tongue in cheek, I guess. Yeah. Just, you know, it didn't take the whole thing seriously, which I, I it's hard to watch it. Shaft's always been one of those, those people just like, like, I don't, like this motherfucker's too goddamn cool. It's like, why the hell does this dude need to be that cool all the goddamn time? Yeah, it's just as much as I liked the last Shaft, mo- the the Shaft movie before this one. Yeah, I honestly that one's a little tongue in tongue in cheek too. Jeffrey Wright is playing a Dominican. People don't know he's not really Dominican. That he's not really Dominican. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like he's just doing like oh, just Dominican thing. Yeah, just. Do you have any feelings about the James Bond? I, I just saw the the James Bond trailer that they had a commercial. I I don't know how much TV you watch, but they had a commercial on TV, a commercial for the trailer. Yeah, they that tells you because my dad was so confused. He swore that the movie was out now, mm-hmm. but what he was actually seeing was a was a, a commercial telling you that the yeah. trailer is out now. That is the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, they they've been doing that now. Like that's that's the, the beauty of social media. They let you know. Not only they let you know when, because the trailer is 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 almost just as much an experience as the actual movie. Agreed. And so they just will let you know when this. They'll they'll have a trailer. They'll actually have a teaser for the trailer. You know, the teaser for the trailer just let you know. Hey, the t- the trailer is gonna be on Wednesday. So, because holy shit, like it, it, it was all day and all day I was seeing it. The trailer's out now. The trailer's out yeah. now, and it, they took thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. An average movie trailer commercial length, yeah, to tell you that the official trailer is out now. That was that, that was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. That I had never. I don't think I had ever seen that. At least not on television yeah that was just that was bad shit to me i did so i just i i just wanted i just wanted to hear kind of your take on that but yeah that was insane uh well the funny thing is like they had the, the bond trailer and they also had the black widow trailer and oh, like right, right 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 i'm not really excited i you know trailers don't really do it for me like they used to anymore you know because like you grow up first of all when you're in my profession and you it, see of course. goddamn movies all the goddamn time and you realize uh that there are movies that that sometimes just hollywood just makes out drops sure. movies just because they don't give a shit about all the other things like plot and, and like and make and having that plot make sense well and also um, and, and also on to to reinforce your point that the trailer doesn't always appropriately sell the movie. Like there, like there are some movies I've watched just kind of on off thing, where it was like where I saw it on like cable and was like, 
Well, this isn't what the trailer sold me at all. Oh yeah. Um, I've, one of my favorite one of my favorite movies like that is Atomic Blonde. That wasn't the movie. Like the movie that I saw wasn't the movie that I was sold in the trailer. Well, there's also this new thing now where it's just like the marketing department of a movie studio sometimes have no idea how to sell a movie. Agreed. So it's just like there'll be there'll be times where you go to a movie. Like it's gotten to the point now where it's like if the tr- like if the trailer is shitty, like there's a, there's a strong possibility that movie would be good. Like if they like if they <laughs> fucked up the trailer. No, but, oh, this might this because like this might go well. Yeah, because sometimes the, tra- the the trailer is more exciting than the actual movie. Because like I remember a lot of times John Favreau he said like every movie needs to have those three big moments in it so they can put it in the trailer. Right, right. So that and then sometimes that's just how movies are aimed. Like like we'll have some big shit in it so we can put it in the trailer. So. That's usually that, and that's kind of why, because like all the exciting shit you've already seen in the trailer, so you just got to sit through this movie with all the stuff that happens in it, whether it makes sense or not. So, so that and like I, I saw, what was it? There now one one trailer that sold me to watch a movie that shouldn't that I shouldn't have was um, was Jumper. That was a oh, wow. shit show. Yeah. Um, and one movie that did not sell me to watch the movie that I ended up waiting for on cable was The Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. I would have perfectly enjoyed that in the theater. Yeah. Uh, that's my kind of Guy Ritchie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Henry Cavill is a really good actor when he only has to focus on talking. Yeah. When he doesn't have to do, when he doesn't have to talk and do other things in the scene. And um, nobody appreciates Army Hammer like they should. Army ha- Army Hammer is one of these guys who's a decent actor who's just not who just is not in good things. Uh, well, yeah, well, he's, he's usually in good things, but like nobody pays much attention to him. So. Okay, now give me a good now give me a good thing other than like I mean I like the Social Network, but give me a good thing. Call me by your name. Call me by your name. Call me by your name. Um. The, the, oh, God, the movie, you know, was like oh, who, somebody the else. Timothy, you know, him and Timothy Chalamet are having this affair in the eighties. Uh, ah, you know, so he's like, in that. Big, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was Tilda Swinton in that? You'd think, but no. Okay. <laughs> um, he's okay. in other Luda movies like Suspiria and I Am Love. So, like the, okay. same, the same filmmaker, but you know, she wasn't in it. So he so he's in good things that don't necessarily get the press that the bad things do. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'll look I'll look for some of that stuff because I like him. In I I mean I, I even liked him like the, he had a like a five minute less than five minute walk by in the Entourage movie and I even thought he was funny there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that, that but yeah, more to the point. Um, Man from Uncle didn't didn't sell me at all. On the trailer, and so I'm noticing that too, is that the trailer? You you might be right. If the trailer's bullshit, it might be worth watching. And plus, you know, Man from Uncle is based on an old ass old TV show. show from the '60s. Sure. So it's kind of difficult to to bring 
get an get attract an audience for that. A, like, how are we going to get them to watch uh, a movie? There's no generational reference. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's that's true. Um, so they kind of had so the, the, the they had to sell it on its merit. Yeah. On the merit of the film itself. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That you know, so I just I just thought that was an interesting thing with kind of how trailers have become their own, like you said, have kind of become their own separate experience. And plus, when you go to the movie theaters, it's like it's so agonizing because you can honestly show up late to a movie because mm. the, the the trailers are going to be a good twenty minutes. That take yeah. Up. That's true. Good twenty minutes, and the thing about it is, you can see them all now online at some. You know, the, it used to be this whole thing where just like you had to go to the theater, the, the theater to see the trailer. But I can't they, miss the previews, right? Yeah, just like and there's some some people are doing that, trying to like Christopher Nolan with the movie he got next year. He, he, you could only see it before Hobbs and Shaw. What? But, yeah, you know, just like people. You know, wait, 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 wait. wait. Because I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw. Wait. There's a movie before Hobbs and Shaw? No, the trailer for the movie. Ah, is, is exclusively before, before Hobbs and yeah, Shaw. Yeah, it was not okay. online. So. Okay. <laughs> no matter how much people tried to put it online, it would eventually go go off. And it's still not online? No. Jesus I don't think it Christ. is. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. But... What, yeah. Do do we? Uh, well, what is this movie? Do we do we know any? I mean, well, we don't know shit because it's Christopher Nolan, oh, but what? it's like, <laughs> but it's it's Tenet and and John David Washington is, is, is the star of it. Oh shit! Amazing. So it's gonna be something. It's like him, Robert Pattinson, and it's like you know, it's it, it's it's and just the fact that we don't know a lot and just this right. whole mysteriousness about it makes it more appealing. Just like. And the, and the trailer told you like nothing. Not a. It, it told us it, it, it no. <laughs> Tell you a damn thing. Just John Dare. You think he's he's walking and he's walking. He might be walking and then he's not walking and just it's just. <laughs> God damn you, Chris Nolan. Just like. Oh, that's just, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm glad John David Washington's getting work. Um, I'm a fan of his. I've I've still not watched Black Klansman. I don't think that's my kind of experience. What do you mean you don't think it's that kind of experience? It's, it's a black movie. It's well, a- I've read some of the some of the book Black Klansman. Yeah, I get the feeling that that's not what Spike Lee's doing in this movie. But you haven't seen the movie. I just I get the impression that that's not what's happening in this movie. Well, well, Keith and I have not read the book, so what did you read that you think Spike Lee's not doing in the movie? The look of the movie for me <laughs> in watching the in watching the the trailer and the whatever whatever clip that was they showed before Washington's interview gave me the impression that this was a more tongue in cheek kind of like weird black exploitation kind of thing. Or like send up of that, mm-hmm. and the book, uh, the part of the book I read was actually very serious. Yeah, and I, I that was a if that if it's tongue in cheek, if it's tongue in cheek the way it was sold to me, I don't, I'm not interested in that. Not for this story. No, 
No. No. I mean, okay. it's 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 to me. Okay. Like That's Spike, Spike Lee has been on this whole like satirical dark comedy kick. Yeah. And you do get that with Black Klansman, much yeah. like you did with Chirac. But uh, it's just like you know, it is. Trust me, it's a very. He, he handles it with with the utmost seriousness, especially okay. in the at the end, which is like that's the big thing that a lot of people talk about with that movie is the ending. So okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So yeah, I so I'll I'll give that a shot. I want to see I want to see John David Washington and more stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him in Ballers. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of that show. Um, I I I think he's got. And it keep, the show keeps telling me that he has way more range in him than what he's allowed to do there, which is not a diss to that show. But doesn't doesn't freak you out? So I only watched the first season of that show, and just doesn't freak you out a little bit. Like, like he'll say something, and he'll sound exactly like his exactly dad, exactly like him. And just like Jesus, where the fuck did that come from? I didn't know that he was Denzel's kid until season three. At all, you did not know. I didn't he's read. literally walking around sounding like, like, like Malcolm X Denzel sometimes. I couldn't like, place it. Yeah, but he did. But there was something in his exactly in, in in his tone of voice that gave me a little Denzel, and I couldn't place it for the life of me. And, and if I didn't want to be like a long, you know, you want to do like some long speech or monologue, you'll just say something like, "No, you're not." It'll sound exactly like yes. This. Like holy shit! Just like just like that, just three words, and just and it sounds just like and 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 it, it, he, I think part of it was that his character got overshadowed a little bit in a in in a couple of seasons, and his his character has kind of gotten more popular, but um, the Rock, and even though it had a good cast, the Rock was carrying a lot of that show. In a good way. It, it, it's weird because it's like the, uh, when that show happened, just like all of a sudden we just, oh, The Rock has a TV show. Is he like a movie it, star? Right. It was very like, random. It was just like all of a sudden. And then the show like ran for like four seasons. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess I guess we'll have The Rock. Like The Rock always doing that weird shit. He'll be like – you like do a like a big budget movie and then yeah. you have to do a reality show in the middle of it and just yeah. And he was taking it very seriously. Yeah. He was taking the show very seriously because it did in part depict um a part of his life. Uh-huh. It wasn't directly autobiographical or anything, but uh-huh. um you know, he he doesn't nowadays you don't hear him talk a lot about uh his time playing football. You know, he played at the U. And he tried, and he tried to go pro, and I, I believe that didn't work out for that. He didn't, he didn't get past uh, whatever the the first initial tryouts were, and so he, and so he wanted to go do entertainment, but um, he takes his time with athletics and football seriously, yeah. and so that was kind of his his moment to to highlight that and to highlight a lot of the. Is in the, especially in the past two seasons highlight a lot of the bullshit young players go through. Yeah. Um, as far as um, you know, being exploited and not being paid much or at all in terms of like college football and stuff like that. Yeah, have you ever seen? Uh, he he had this reality show once called they called the Hero. It was on TNT or something. I vaguely remember something that like the, that. That was a, that was a 
that would be like the funniest shit because he would just he would just pop up out of nowhere like all these people <laughs> all these people competing to be heroes or some shit and like right. some, some person would be in like a dark tunnel and some and then just like he'll just he'll you know, like the guy will just uh, put like a uh, light a match and he'll and the rock just hey how you doing it's like what the fuck <laughs> Try to be omnipresent or something like this. <laughs> just kind of crazy shit. Or he'll be like, like the other people doing stuff, and then they'll be like, he'll try to get, he'll like all of a sudden get one girl to climb a a, a building or whatever, just like, and just like you can do it because he like he can't. He he's a, he's afraid of heights and everything. Right. Like, yeah, it's it a wacky show. <laughs> that sounds very on brand for the rock. Yeah. And it's very motivational vibe. Like, <laughs> I read an article somewhere that was basically talking about the difference between, like, in terms of movies, between Dwayne Johnson and The Rock. Yeah. Like, The Rock was in Scorpion King, mm-hmm. but Dwayne Johnson was in, uh, like, Southland Tales. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember this one line where they say, I'm convinced that every line in Gridiron Gang was was improvised. That to me, and because uh, it was just all him going, you can do it. I think that's actually. I actually reviewed that a long time ago, and I thought that was like his finest hour because they're all the rock. The only, the only thing, if there's one thing the rock is good for, apart from whooping ass, yeah, is uh, is just is just you know giving motivational speeches. Oh yeah, and that's that's just like him, just just. Talk just giving motivational speeches throughout the whole movie. movie. <laughs> so it's just like that was just that was just like the the best the, so far the best performance the Rock has ever given in the movie in my opinion. It's in Gridiron Gang. Which okay, so what would you what would you consider you would you consider that one of your one of your favorite inspirational speeches in a sports movie? Oh <coughs> man, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you remember that uh movie where uh, uh Terrence Howard uh oh, was uh trying to get black kids to swim? Yes, with Bernie Mac in it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite scene in that whole movie is just like they're all at. All all the people at the 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 swimming place with that they built and everything, right? And they're supposed to have like a swim meet against the white team, and the white team didn't show up, and uh, the kids uh, just decide to you know they're gonna swim anyway. And one kid gets on the the, the platform, and he screams, "This is our house, coach!" and <laughs> and and Terrence Howard goes. And he has the gun on your mark, and then he shoots, it, and then the kid goes in, and then you know, the next kid, this is our house, coach, on your mark, and then he shoots, and, the, and the, this is our house, coach, and then Terrence had the tear runs down the cheek on your mark. And it's just like y'all are making this whole thing just like so. It's about swimming. It's like like what Bill Burr said. It's like it's about swimming. Fuck, man, just. I get it. And just you know. Oh man, that is funny. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't watched this movie. I have to go watch this movie now. <laughs> I've seen a lot of weird oh, ass movies. Oh shit! Like... 
See, I see. I thought you were gonna go serious because my favorite. Because my favorite. I think my favorite sports speech is probably uh, probably Friday Night Lights. Like probably probably the Be Perfect shit. <laughs> At, well, if you're talking serious, actually, there's one. There's one speech. The speech uh, Kurt Russell gives at the end of Miracle. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. I remember that shit because, like, he's wearing uh, plaid pants. <laughs> so, just like, it was. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah. I, I vaguely remember it, but, yes, it was good. Um, you know, I, I uh, remember the Titans should be disqualified because anything Denzel says is going to sound inspirational and mm-hmm. I, it's almost cheating. Um, Coach Carter was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Where the where the kid gets where, it's corny, but it was it was it, you know it was effective in the theater where the kid gets up and does the whole quote about our deepest fears that we're uh inadequate is that we're inadequate is that we're adequate beyond measure or something like that, and everybody gets up quoting him and you know thank uh, one you of those one of those I am Spartacus moments yeah thank you Coach you saved my life oh yeah and, yeah um. So yeah, it was it was a it was a great moment for Samuel L. Jackson to sell, not saying motherfucker the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, it was the one movie I can think of where he didn't get a single motherfucker off. Yeah. Well, uh, what about that movie he did with uh, Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy. I think it's called The Man. I think it was like PG thirteen or something. Oh, that was his weird phase where he had those weird where he had that cornrow wig. Well, yeah, there was a couple of movies. Well, I mean, he did several movies of cornrow wigs, like uh, he did Soul that Men, one in, like which one? Soul Man with Bernie Mac and uh, oh yeah, and the Formula, Formula Fifty One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was weird too. I don't think yeah. he said motherfucking changing lanes. I don't think he said that. I find it hard to believe he didn't say motherfucking changing lanes because that might have been his angriest character, one of his angriest characters. Might be. I remember it being like PG rated and stuff, so I don't know. Well, that was cool. But yeah, yeah, this was a good pod, man. Oh, shit, changing lanes is hard, so he might have said motherfucker. So. <laughs> I, just, I just looked. Man. I was going to say, I, 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 have a, I have a hard time believing. that I have to say, that was like one of his top five angriest characters. Right. And he had every right to be, but still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard not to be angry at Ben Affleck for something. Oh, well, you know. Good pod, man. Really? Because I'm, I'm halfway through. I'm just like, okay, just, yeah. <laughs> See, this is the difference. This is the difference between you and me. I'll just like, yeah, you, you'll be like, oh, this was a great talk, and I'll be like, yeah, well, there was that part where I just yelled at the top of my lungs for no reason. But uh, yeah, but like you started. Day. But see, you started out like that. You started. I mean, when, when you start out setting the setting the standard, setting the tone. The audience knows what to expect, so I, I think everyone expected some raising of the voice. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Like uh, I said, good pod, man. I, I like doing this. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, if you, this is of course the time where you uh, promote shit. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, find me on Twitter at Let's Get Free Thirteen. Find Opinions While Black on Twitter at Opinions Black. Uh, you will find. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram as the original Oz, Oz Longworth Jr. on Facebook. Um, I would promote Randall's uh, social media, but he doesn't really social media that much or at all. He lets me handle that shit for opinions while black. 
And catch Opinions While Black. We post new episodes at the top of the week, either Sunday night or Monday morning. Um, We're on episode 67. Also, if you go to the Facebook, there will be a link for a ballot. Podcast in Color wants to know who the top podcasts, multiple podcasts, of the year were. And if you like what you hear on Opinions While Black, vote for us. Vote for us. It's a short ballot. It just says drop a link, drop the name, and tell them why. Uh, Podcast in Color gets a lot of my respect. Uh, it would I would love to see us on that list of favorite podcasts of the year. Um, though we are a bit off the beaten path from what they usually get into. So please support, 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 support Black Podcasts. Support Craig Lindsay. Uh, Craig Lindsay has a, what is it, a PayPal, a Venmo, a well, Cash App? Yeah, I have all that. But, uh, but donate like, to the cause, man. Donate to this, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, do y'all have that? Uh, as of okay, as of now, we don't. I'm thinking we're gonna set some kind of uh, uh, cash app thing mm-hmm. up. Uh, but we are really encouraging people to donate liquor. Donate liquor, and we will dedicate the show to you. Yeah, yeah. we will name that drink. From the liquor after you. Um, if we see you in the street, we might hug you. I might hug you. Randall won't hug you. He's married. Uh, I don't have those problems. But yeah, we'll donate liquor. Donate liquor. We will also definitely accept money. Yeah, I mean, uh, wasn't there, wasn't there that brief moment where you, where you guys had sponsors? Um, we did. Oh, we did have a sponsor. That's a funny story. Um. We were selling furniture. Yeah. We were selling uh, furniture. There was a guy I went to the school with. Um, and, you know, he was under, he was, he was younger than me. And, you know, we kind of tried to uh, uh, mentor him a little bit in college. And he has this online furniture business. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to give us a little promo code. We get a cut off of the promo code. That didn't end up going well. Here's the reason it didn't end up going well. That guy's kind of an asshole. Um, a, a guy in Houston who sells up is an asshole? You know guy's kind of an asshole. Um, and, and I mean that in the most respectful way. Because um, just because we're in business together does not mean that you get to talk to me a certain kind of way. Um, he got on social media and he had a lot of stupid thoughts. And um, he thought I was supposed to entertain all of his stupid thoughts. Uh, But I didn't because they were stupid. And so um, I just let that I let that partnership go by the wayside. But uh, but hey, I'm this is this is no reflection of the furniture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he had good uh, couches. So I'm sure his I'm sure his chairs and beds and couches are wonderful. Um, just don't talk to him for more than thirty seconds. Yeah, this is this this is the this is the most you got to take people's shit all the time. Town, have there been? You think so? Yes. It's just like you know you you know it's it's unfortunate when you don't have you're not in any position of you know control or power power because this motherfucker is just like 
think like you know you do what i say bitch see i'm i'm very the opposite i i'm i'm very i walk away from just about anything I didn't walk away from the benefits of my job, but I'm not going to get a choice in that pretty soon. Yeah. Well, so that happens. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's all good. Actually, it'll be me and Ashley. When is a good time to, to, to come and pick up all the criterions? Oh, books. Um, oh, man. Shit's cheap, man. Come through. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the next sale is, and, I'm, and I haven't been given any info about some kind of, you know, blowout or anything. But um, I'm willing to bet that if you showed someone the price and whether or not it was asked them whether or not it was going to be marked down soon, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that we work with you. Okay. All right. Well, uh, just uh, thank you uh, very much, Oz Longworth uh, Jr., for uh, taking part in whatever the fuck this was. Um. Those are exactly the kind of things I love being a part of. Uh-huh. The things, the things where at the end people go, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, it's just that's what Pink Swamp Black is. I never feel good the other one these things, but uh, <laughs> uh, but then again, I'm sober, so there's that. Um, Sorry about that. I'll next no, time. It's, it's not, I'll do no, that's not your fault. Just like I just, uh, just, just, just a continual thing where just like kind of dull the senses, so I just don't get, so I often don't think about. You know everything. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, but uh, just uh, good luck with everything, and uh, the, the, <laughs> to everybody, whoever's listening to this, whether it's the BTS fans or or whoever. My God, uh, if if you are still listening to this by the end of this, yeah, props to you, my friend. You you're drunk, you're drunk, and we thank you. Yeah, it's just, it's all it's, it's all good in the hood. It's true. All right, until then, uh, this is uh, yeah, Craig Lindsay saying uh, Sarah Huckabee, uh, you, me, and some motion lotion. Got, oh, shit. Got from New Orleans one time. <laughs> we'll crack that shit open. We'll, bl- we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just put it on each other and we'll blow on each other and just feel the sensation and... We'll play some I'll be sure and this is just, <laughs> it's all that kind of good stuff. Jesus Christ.